Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. Brandon Johnson is running for mayor of Chicago. He is a Cook County commissioner. He launched his bid last Thursday in a park in Cabrini-Green near Jenner Academy Elementary School where he began his teaching career. Thanks for joining us on the Lisa Dent Show, and thanks for the follow on Twitter. Brandon, what do you think about Elon Musk's Twitter so far? Well, thanks for having me, Lisa. I'm really uh, grateful for this opportunity to be able to engage with um, our Chicagoans. You know, look, I mean, I, you know, I'm obviously a very firm believer as a public school teacher of the importance and the value of uh, a free and open press. You know, obviously, um, our social media has been used as a space where we convey and communicate political thoughts. Um, we do have to make sure that that space is, um, is not only protected, but we have to make sure that it is not used um, as a place to incite and further divide our country. And that's going to be a balance that um, the ownership is going to have to, to reconcile. And while talking about running for mayor of Chicago, you identified the yeah. city as being deeply divided. I think we all see that on many different levels. What level were you speaking about? Well, it's on it's every single level, you know, quite frankly, whether it's, there's division around, I mean, how we actually support and fund our schools and support families uh, who rely upon public schools. Uh, my wife and I, um, we're raising our family on the west side of Chicago and Austin. We have three um, in school, an eight, a 10-year-old, and a 14-year-old. Um, so all your listeners, uh, please pray for me, my 14-year-old and I. We don't talk as much these days, uh, <laughs> but, but we're getting through it, typical teenager. Um, but, you know, what we want what's best for our family, of course, and I want that for the families of the city of Chicago, particularly when it comes to uh, publicly funded neighborhood schools. There's obviously a division um, within the school and, and how we um, deal with health care and particularly mental health um, care. We know that this mayor, she reneged on her promise to actually reopen health clinics. She hasn't done that. And we all have suffered as a result of that. The amount of trauma and distress and depression that Chicagoans are experiencing, especially coming out of the isolation of the pandemic, um, it's actually gotten a hold uh, of many of our communities and making very it's making it very difficult uh, for communities to actually find refuge and support um, to deal with the type of trauma of isolation. And so those are just a couple of areas. And of course, fi- finally, financially, um, there's incredible divide. I and mean, we have a city that is, you know, overwhelmed with much wealth and richness. But unfortunately, everybody um, is not afforded the opportunity to participate in that wealth. And so. Um, that those are the divisions that we see, and I'm going to work hard, obviously, to bring people together um, so that we can address those um, issues holistically. Commissioner, the CTU was quick to jump on your bandwagon. I expect they will be funding uh, your campaign. Uh, I think you were a member of the CTU and worked with the CTU. How do you assure voters that you won't be in the back pocket of the Chicago Teachers Union? Well, what I can say is, like, look, it's important that folks recognize that I've served for the last four years as a Cook County Commissioner, where I fought to expand health clinics. Uh, We fought to cancel medical debt. We have the largest uh, guaranteed income pilot program in the history of America. And, you know, I fought hard to make sure that we have a budget um, that speaks to taxpayers and the interests of working people. And that's the leadership that I provided on the county board. And that's the type of leadership that I'm going to take uh, to the fifth floor. But people are going to want to know if you're going to stand up to the union. How will you do that? Well, look, I mean, again, as, as, a, as a taxpayer, as a homeowner, you know, I'm going to do what is best for working families in this city. And just like I've done that 
when we organized to push for an elected representative school board, the city of Chicago said they wanted it. I fought for it. Just like when we fought together collectively as a city uh, to, to raise the minimum wage, I was an organizer on the front line fighting to push for workers to have a, a livable wage. And that's for folks who are unionized and, 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 and non-unionized workers. And so I have a strong track record of working collectively with the residents of the city of Chicago and Cook County, the state of Illinois. And I'm going to continue to do that once I'm mayor of Chicago. I don't want to harp on it or harp on you about it, but I, I've asked you a couple different times. I mean, are you going to be able to go to the Chicago Teachers Union and say, no, that's a bad idea. It's might be good for you and the members, but it's bad for the city and I will not support it. The Chicago Teachers Union has fought to make sure that we actually have affordable housing for young people. There are 20,000 homeless students. The residents of the city of Chicago said they like that idea. The Chicago Teachers Union pushed for sustainable community schools as a response to Rahm Emanuel uh, closing schools. The city of Chicago said they like that idea. The ideas that the CTU have put forth that the residents of the city of Chicago like, we're going to push those. Now, look, I come from a family of 10, right, with one bathroom. Of course, there are going to be times in which we disagree. But as a middle child, I have the unique art of being able to negotiate and work with my older siblings as well as my younger siblings. And if I can do that collectively with one bathroom, we certainly can come to agreement as taxpayers and those who actually deliver the services that people rely upon, like public schools, public transportation. I'm going to have to help negotiate that contract. Of course, the contracts for our park district workers, I'm going to have to work with those individuals as well. And I have a track record and a history of working collaboratively across the state, passing legislation, and also being responsive to the interests of working people, that people should feel confident that I'm, I'm going to stop at nothing to ensure that working people in this city, that our values are prioritized, because I do represent the interests of working people. Brandon Johnson is running for mayor of Chicago. How do you respond to Mayor Lightfoot's office identifying you as one of a number of ambitious politicians trying to advance their own career that's a quote that came from her office. Well, look, I'm, I'm more interested in making sure that we actually have real investments so that our communities can, can, can experience safety, right? The safest communities in the, in, in the country have good schools, jobs, transportation, health care. They have in, um, good, clean water uh, that they can drink and good air that we can breathe in. That's what this fight is really about in this moment. Who is going to actually stand up to protect the interests of all Chicagoans, right? I mean, this mayor, again, has reneged on her promise to support an elected representative school board. She reneged on her promise to have a real environmental plan when she was supportive of an entire toxic dump being placed in the communities of working people, and particularly black and brown. Uh, We know that there was an incredible explosion that she, her administration, allowed to happen during a pandemic. That's Hilco. So, you know, I'm focused on working with people, being collaborative, making sure that we actually have a competent administration, which I'll have, and then we actually have an administration that actually cares about people. So my focus is making sure, again, that there's treatment over trauma, that our schools are fully funded, that we actually have real critical investments in our communities so that our communities can actually be safe. Brandon Johnson is with us. County Commissioner running for mayor, you authored in 2020 a non-binding resolution that called for county officials to, quote, redirect funds from policing and incarceration to public services not administered by law enforcement that promote community health and 
safety equitably. And and your critics want to point that as defunding the police. Do you want to address that? Sure, of course. As I said, the safest communities in America are communities that are funded um, in, in, in an equitable way. Look, that resolution actually speaks to essentially what we have been working towards as a country for, for some time now. We know that the war on drugs led to mass incarceration and our communities have not experienced the type of safety that those policies um, ostensibly um, um, were to bring. As I indicated, my wife and I were raising our kids in Austin on the west side of Chicago. We recently just changed one of the windows in our homes, in our bedroom, in, the, in our children's bedroom, where one of the bullets safe, came through right? our home. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, literally, we had to change a window because a bullet came through my children's bedroom. There is no one in this race that thinks about the safety of, of residents of Chicago more than someone who is raising a family in one of the most dynamic communities in the entire country, which is the Austin community on the west side of Chicago. But it is one of the most violent neighborhoods in the entire city of Chicago. And so what I'm saying is if we want our residents and our neighbors to be safe, we have to do what we have to do to ensure their safety. And, and doing that requires us to get at the root causes um, of, of these issues where trauma is beginning to manifest in a real way. And if we are investing in housing, in jobs, in education, if we're actually doing that in our parks, then communities like mine, the one that I'm living in in Austin, can feel the safety that families are experiencing uh, in Lakeview. Commissioner, thank you so much for joining us on the Lisa Dent Show. We've got a bundle of more questions, and I'm sure over the course of this race, we'll, we'll be talking with you again. Steve, Lisa, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks, Commissioner.